0: This might just be the most used uh, passage of yeah from scripture at uh, weddings and such uh, This might be the you know the kind of passage that you read and then you know it warms your heart and you know you get fond memories of love and whatnot. But you know, what Paul's actually getting at, what he's driving at with this passage is actually a fairly challenging thing. It's a really challenging thing. So I, I would like to you know, challenge you with your definition of love, and I would like to perhaps try to change your definition of love. You know, we often talk about love But I think we often don't really understand love So, yeah, that's why the title of today is Love Actually, what is the real meaning? But the first point is What love is not So, false love And then we're going to look at Real love and then in the third point, we're going to consider how we can live from that real love. So in order to kind of understand the situation, we need to get a bit of the background here. And you guys have probably heard me say this before, but you know the city of Corinth was a really big city in that time. It And you know, it was a really important city for trade and for business. And you know, if you think about it in today's terms, it was very much like, you know, the Tokyo of the time or the New York of the time. You know, it's the kind of place, like everyone, you know, would leave the countryside to come to this city to try to make a name for themselves and succeed. You know, it's a place to kind of recreate your own image, you know, to get out of your hometown and then, you know, make a new name for yourself. And when this was written, this was, uh, let's see, a few years after the church in Corinth was founded. And so it had really grown quite a bit. And, you know, it's uh, thought that there were mighty maybe around 3,000 people here at this Time but you know, it wasn't only growing But it was like expanding with people Who had you know, all kinds of talents But there was a problem In the midst of that Even though the church Was kind of growing And people were coming out And doing more good things And they were doing All these nice acts Kind of the inside hearts of the people weren't really changing. So, you know, the exterior of the church in that sense looked really nice. But the hearts of the members of the church weren't really changing. In so in this passage, Paul's kind of getting angry. He's kind of chastising them for this. So in this And so in verse one, two, and even a little bit in three, you kind of see Paul laying out these two different kind of false ways of, you know, expressing love. (laughs) はい。And So you know, in verses 1 and 2, Paul's talking about all these different facets of ministry, right? で、え、例えば、え、予言ができ you know, you know, like, even if you prophesy, even if you speak in tongues, even if you uh, you know, have a lot of faith. What is he talking about in the first couple of verses? So he's talking about gifts. He's talking about gifts being used in ministry. To put it in kind of a modern context maybe we would say that you know maybe even this, this guy even has a lot of biblical knowledge even though he has that even though someone has a lot of special revelation from God even though they have that or even though some guy has you know this amazing vision for the church or even though some guy has a lot of uh, charisma you know leadership abilities even if you can help the church to grow if you don't have love, none of that means anything. So Paul's kind of comparing things to you know, the exterior. He's comparing the exterior to the interior. Jesus kind of points to a similar thing in Matthew 7. And you know, in this passage, you know, some people come to Jesus and they're like, you know, we, we've saved a lot of people, we've done miracles in your name, we've done all these amazing things for you in your name. But then Jesus turns to them and says, But I never knew you, so depart from me. So what's Paul saying? What Paul's saying is, you know, uh, don't take, you know, all these exterior things about you—the acts that you're doing, the activities you're involved in—don't take that and then, you know, misunderstand that for the uh, internal condition of your heart. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, Paul kind of makes this list of all these different things. Uh, he kind of makes a list, right, of all these different things that love is. Love is this, 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 and. In a lot of ways it's you know totally the opposite of the condition of the Corinthian church. You know, because you know, they weren't actually very kind. They weren't very long suffering or patient. You know, they were jealous of each other. You know, they were boastful and prideful. You know, they were getting angry way too easily. You know, they weren't very, uh, yeah, patient, long-suffering. You know, it's kind of what he's saying is, you know, you guys are totally different from, you know, the real image of love. What love is supposed to be looking like. And, you know, there were a lot of problems in the Corinthian church. You know, in the beginning, there's even some uh, like splits and factions the You know, like some group over here were saying, you know, like, I can't speak in tongues. And, you know, other people were like, yeah, but we are more rich. And then other people were like, yeah, but, you know, we actually follow Paul. And other people were like, no, we follow Apollo, so we're the right guys. <laughs> You know, it was kind of like that within the church. Everyone was comparing themselves to each other. Yeah, and more than that, you know, I mean, they were, they were rude. And Paul says in here, you know, love isn't rude. You know, and there was even some guy like, in the Christian church who was bragging about having, you know, like an intimate relationship with his, what, mother-in-law or something? You know, so Paul is totally getting angry in this letter. He's just chastising them for all these different things. And you know, even though these things were present in the church, they were kind of misunderstanding these things or taking these things as evidence of growth, Christian growth. But don't we often act like that as Christians? You know, it's really easy to think. Of. Sometimes I even fall into the trap of thinking, like, you know, because the church is growing, people are getting saved, and You know, we're delivering good messages at the church, then I'm, you know, doing pretty well as a Christian, am I not? Because I pray every day. Because I come to church like I'm supposed to. You know, because I'm doing what I'm supposed to as a Christian. You know, I'm bringing friends to church. You know, aren't things going pretty well? And if you know you guys think you're a good Christian or something, you know, isn't that kind of the way you think? Paul lays it out pretty clearly. That's not what that means. That's not the sign of you know, a true heart change. You know, the gifts that you have, you know, the blessings that you have, these are not equal. These are not signs of, you know, a good Christian heart or Christian growth. 苦しみ and conversely, you know, maybe your life is a mess right now and you're going through all kinds of problems and all kinds of sufferings and troubles and stuff. Maybe, you know, this is actually the situation which God is growing you right now. And right この教会, now you're experiencing radicalism. And, you know, so this church is, you know, growing, you know. And there's a lot of people who have a lot of different amazing gifts here. And, you know, as a pastor, I'm really happy about that. But, but you know, what you have to seek after more than anything else is, you know, heart change, heart level change. You know, uh, you have to really examine whether or not you've received, you know, supernatural transformation on the heart level. You know, through the gospel. You know, not just by my, my effort or your own efforts, but, you know, through the gospel. So, what Paul is saying is, even though you have all these seemingly amazing things in your church, if you don't have love, all of it is pointless. All of it is just a kind of false expression. But he goes even beyond that. And then from verse 3, he starts a different list, right? Paul says, even if you give up your life for someone, Even if you give all your wealth you know to the poor If you don't have love even that's pointless What is he saying? What is he saying? Aren't those really good things? You know, like giving your money to the poor, you know, like making an NPO and then donating through the NPO. Or, you know, know, buying food for some poor people or something or helping out poor people. You know, aren't these kind of expressions of love? Don't these more or less equal love in some sense? But what Paul's saying is do not mistake that for real love. クリスチャンになって多くの人がみんなこういう人たちがいます You know, there are lots of Christians out there thinking like, oh, you know, now that I'm a Christian, I want to do something to help people, so I wanna maybe I'm gonna go to Africa and I'm going to do there You know, these are good things. That's yeah, that's a good thing. But if through doing that then you feel like this is proof. I have proof in my life that I have, you know, uh, the greatest expression of love or something, then you've misunderstood everything. Paul is saying, you know, don't mistake, you know, the presence of some kind of moral goodness in your life for being, you know, a, a real good Christian or a Christian who actually understands. Even if you die for someone, if you don't have love, that doesn't mean anything. That's a pretty pretty heavy statement. You know, the exterior the, These external actions that we do Those do not equal love But conversely If you do have real love And you really understand what love is Then these things will naturally come from But it's kind of the direction you know, When you start with the exterior things And then you try to establish love in your heart It's not real it's fake. So how is that possible? And he also answers that He addresses that In the first verse or something He kind of likens this Into someone banging a cymbal Or a gong or something You guys might wonder why, why is he talking about This And this is actually Something that happened a lot In Corinthians In the Corinthian city At the time well, You know like Tokyo I mean it was a very big city And so are all different kinds of religions and even cults sexually uh, <laughs> and you know there are even lots of statues and you know gods and uh, idols and stuff all around the city and so you know the different kinds of followers of these religions <laughs> this is what they would do you know, they would actually go out and they would have like a parade in the city. And you know, they would just bring cymbals and drums and gongs and they would just make a ton of noise. Yeah. You know, similar thing with Krishna and stuff in the uh, Why are they doing that? Why do they go out and make all the noise and stuff? They're kind of trying to draw the attention of God to themselves. <laughs> Take God look at me, you know, Look how active I am. Look how you know, passionate I am for you. Look at my, love. Look at my expression of love for you. Yeah. And Paul's comparing, you know, a false kind of uh, understanding of love to this. You know, we are ministers and we the Even if, you know, as a church we grow Even if we perform miracles Even if we heal people Even if we save people If we don't have love We're just the same as any other cult That's pretty scary Right? That's that's heavy (laughs) You know, exterior actions do not equal love External things do not equal love おお、you so, know, I think a lot of people do have kind of a, a misunderstanding of what and you know, uh, lots of people kind of pursue love in that vein, right? You know, they want to say, like, I love you, I love you, in a very emotional way. But when those same people kind of encounter real love, they often pull back. Why? Because in love there is truth. Because in love there is truth. So, true love you know, is something that shows itself, reveals itself. And so, Paul kind of driving at that here. So, Paul is actually saying these things, these really strict, you know, kind of, uh, you know, very direct chastising things. Through love he's with love saying all this it isn't your church it, everything's a mess over there because he has he's kind of saying these things through truth and love but a lot of people don't want to be seen that way a lot of people don't want to be seen you know truly they just want the love part they just want to be accepted only They just want the emotions They just want the feelings And you know that kind of Understanding of love is I think Pretty deeply rooted in most people So what is this real love That we're talking about Paul keeps talking about it. He keeps talking about you know, this real love. And he's trying to indicate that through this passage. たま、Weed. So, yeah, he's kind of liking this. Uh, well, we can imagine this is similar to weeds growing, right? And of course, you know, so for anyone, when you become a Christian, your environment changes, your situations change in a lot of different ways. It's kind of similar in a lot of ways, you know, like if you have a field or something with a bunch of weeds, you know, you just cut the tops of the weeds off, right? And then in a different season, they pop back up again. 雑草愛の行動で変え so you know you know, like the This is the same。<笑> Let's change the exterior of this Look at this, I'm grabbing it, I'm squeezing it But you know, as long as I grab it, right, the the shape is actually kind of changed, right? It's a little bit bent, it's not But as soon as I release the pressure, it goes back to the shape it was And a lot of times we live this way you know we try to change the exterior things about our life We try to change the actions that we do And we try to change you know, everything about our life From an exterior sense But as soon as we're put in a different circumstance Or different situation than what we had control over We go back to the same shape we were in the beginning You know uh, the we go back to our own negative kind of, you know, our negative uh, let's see form. So in the end we see that nothing really changed. And Paul's kind of saying the same thing to the Corinthians. So what is real love? In what way can we actually affect a real transformation? And from uh, verse 4 to 8, Paul's saying, you know, if you have if real love is there, this is what it looks like. So most people read that list of, you know, love is this, love is this, and they think, oh, okay, so if I just do these things, then I, have real love. I just have to make myself long-suffering, I just have to make myself kind. And if I can just live in that way, then then I have real love. Is that what Paul is saying? Is he saying, be kind? Is he saying, become long suffering? It's not really what he's saying. So what is he trying to do? He's actually kind of personifying love in this passage. 言ってるも分かります? You see what I'm saying? You know, he's, he's not saying be this, be that, be that. He's saying. Love is this, love is this, love is this Or love is like this person Love is like this person And so with that kind of personified image of love uh, Paul is writing this passage Why? Paul is doing it Uh, Paul knows Because Paul knows that love is not something you learn Paul, love is, Paul knows that love is not something that you just kind of approach in a list And then you know check things off and do in sequence Love is not something that you know you just do once you get a girlfriend or Once you get a boyfriend or something Love is not just something that you do once you fall in love with someone what is something that you experience? So there's this statistic. So you guys know, um, of course there are orphanages, and uh, those uh, orphanages put orphans into foster and care. And of course this church is also itself supporting the similar organization, Bear Hope. Uh, I'm not sure if you're not going to be able to do that. So you kazako know, sagasin uh a service that helps connect uh, families to be able to adopt children who don't have parents. So it's a kararawa, they kine bazo ko sarasituno, size and that o motor. And those organizations always, you know, if possible, want these children to be adopted by families. 施設 would rather not have them adopted by some organization or some NPO but rather by a family. Why? children need to experience love. And I have a friend, a uh, pastor actually, and he adopted a young girl. How, and they adopted her when she was yeah, already several years of age, yeah, not. not a baby. But adopted was of was and he didn't know this so much later but because of the girl's situation you know from like the time she was born until like age three or something she had never been picked up she had never been hugged or never been held or never been kissed and even now yeah there's you know some kind of she struggles with some kind of mental issues almost like a, a psychological disability in some way there's something broken. <laughs> And basically, you know, what, what the point is is that when a child is raised in, without experiencing love at that young age, something's very different. And you know, there's actually a lot of children who grow up in that situation who actually end up dying at a very early age for different reasons and then, you know the people who do make it past that you know if they were raised in that situation in the beginning they grew up and need to have lots of mentality do you think a child you know up until the age of three understands what you're trying to get at when you, if you tell them that you love them 1歳の子に, I love you わかる? I love you, yeah. you know, even if you, know, you, you really spell it out as clear as you can You just look at the kids straight and tell them I love you You know, they're one year old so You know, they don't understand words You know, you can't get the point of love through information So how do you learn love? By hugging someone, by picking someone this. By kissing someone It's experience it's not something you do, it's something you experience. In, in you know, a very real sense, we are in the same way broken. I think most of us you know probably weren't raised in an environment where we didn't have parents most of us probably had parents and even those of us who had kind of unusual situations, like myself, I was raised in a single mother household, she still, of course, you know, picked me up, loved me, you know, was affectionate, and I think a lot of people in here, I'm sure you guys had wonderful parents, and I think, you know, most of you guys uh, probably noticed that you're, you know, you're fine, you're living, you know, very fairly normal lives, because you had very nice parents, But we were not raised in a situation where we experienced, you know, the most extreme version of love, you know, the most true, the deepest form of love. So That's God's love. Without knowing that, without understanding that, we were born into this world. And in that sense, we've all grown up in a very broken way. You know, uh, in terms of our personalities, characters. Physically, physically. And I think this whole generation, this whole age, this is, yeah, we're full of society, This is the whole world. It's all broken. Which is why Paul is saying, if you really want to experience this real love, you have to know someone, you have to experience a relationship with someone. He's not saying, you know, do this checklist of love. So who is it? You know, at the beginning of the list, it says love is uh, like patient or long suffering, right? And you know, that, that word in the Greek, it means, yeah, literally long suffering. It means being able to endure, you know, hardships for a long time. And 完要だ。どんどんの you know, and generosity and etc and the list continues。皆さんもこの時点で分かってる out at this point, but you know, he's kind of depicting Jesus through this description of what love is. And Jesus Christ is the one who suffered the most. For us. He was the one who was truly kind. Do you guys know what the meaning of kindness is? you know it's kind of towards someone's soul, towards someone's you know, core part, you're being gentle. Right? You mean sensitive he says "Love is not rude. It doesn't force itself, it doesn't force one's own way on someone else. It takes uh, joy and truth. Even if someone makes a mistake, it says uh, love doesn't judge, love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. So what did Jesus do? ワンダー I'm sure you guys remember that you know death scene of Christ, you know, on either side of him there were two thieves, right? And you know, one of the guys, uh, yeah, was a thief. <laughs> and you know, these guys, you know, were in the you know the of death here. They're just about to pass away, and so they have literally no hope. And what did Jesus Christ say? You know, he said, um, If you believe in me, you know, I will see you today in heaven. Yes, so in Christ we have hope. Yes, hope. And yes, hope. And we can always believe in Christ. Yes, and Jesus Christ is never going to uh, tire out or grow weary. Never be destroyed or perish. He will never be destroyed or perish because he's already come back. He's already been raised from the world. So if you want to experience if you want, you know, to uh, kind of fulfill or yeah, get these you know, different points of love, then you need to experience love directly. If you want to know love, then you need to meet love. God is love. Jesus Christ is love personified love itself that's why we're always talking about the gospel here you know of course there are messages you know like you know let's love let's love each other let's be more loving but you know if Jesus Christ you know love love personified love himself were not there we would be unable to do any of that and you know the good news is just that, that Jesus Christ Himself, you know, has made a way to live in us, that love himself has made a way to live in us. And you know, it through the system is if you believe in, you know, the love that Jesus pointed to, if you believe in Jesus Himself, then that love will come to live in you. It's quite simple But if you don't meet him If you don't know him personally Then you can't do it if you, if you don't allow your heart To be melted by that love If you don't uh, meet that love Then it's not something you can do So when you do meet him When you do uh, get that personal relationship with him What changes? 一番 so, love, no, love endures the God was God himself was the one who endured the most right I mean, this goes back pretty far you guys remember you know all the way back in the story of Adam and Eve you know when they first sinned when they wronged God did he just say you know forget this you know this is uh, this is a messed up experiment <laughs> No, no, no. God, God put up with us, right? And he, you know, with kind of that a long suffering, he put up with us and then made a deal with us. He interacted with us. And you know, whenever I'm like making something, when I make a, a promotion, no, pro Gundam. Ah. Different world, man. Uh, yeah. So whenever I'm like making a model, you know, if I make a mistake, you know, I just toss it. I'm, I'm done with it. Oh, men, do say, yeah. i Yeah. This is a hassle, you know. is like I just toss it and throw it away. It's whatever. So it's one by one, that suffering, you know, that suffering. It's too you know, there's things, like these irritating things, it's in a way suffering, you know, and we uh, have, are very short-tempered with these things, you know, you know, you're playing a video game or something, you get to finally level 50, and then you die, and you go back to level 1, you know, you forget this. You, <to> you. <laughs> you know, so you, these are kinds of small examples, you know, when you're going through suffering. And you know, God could have done the very same thing with us, right? Ah, man, I made mean, humans, but well, look, they're already here. This is the uh, Going back to level one, let's just erase this and try again. You know, but God chose to continue to endure sin to the If you know that love, you will be able to endure as well in the same way. You know, in church You know, someone who really irritates you maybe You know, people who don't act in the way you expect them to to want them to act Or if you're married then and you're talking about your partner You know, or with kids You know, of course, even I, you know, get it. But it's in those situations precisely that you need to remember God's love because your attitude towards suffering will change. And you know, for uh, different kinds of people you will become more gentle. And you know, you'll become you won't feel the need to be envious of someone who is better than you. Or you won't be surprised, you know, when you meet people who are clearly better than you in some way. Oh, you. and you know for people who you think you know you kind of feel that you're superior to in some way you won't you won't be condescending to you know anyone like this you won't be comparing yourself and you know the really important point here is that you will take joy in truth <laughs> and it's yeah. it's not saying that you will take joy in your partner's truth or in someone else's truth you are. こう、and it's not saying that, you know, just because you so he's not saying that when you see someone in their own condition, you know, perhaps with some mistakes or troubles or something, you just take joy in that, you're like, well, that's the way you are, you know, I'll just, you know, take joy in your own. It's you know, being able to enjoy truth personally. Jibun no tsumi. Your own self. Your, your own weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as you understand these things, you know, you will be able to accept love. Why do you have to take joy in your own weakness? What does that even mean? Yes,. yes so Because Jesus Christ became weak. And Jesus Christ covered your weakness with it. So knowing your own sin doesn't create any problems. But if you don't have that real love, then when you encounter your own sin, when you encounter your own weakness, you're not going to want to look at it. Because you don't have that real love that covers. And that's pretty different. So in, the end, in the end, if you have real love, you will kind of, you will kind of uh, end up expressing these different points. You know, more than two years ago, you will find that you get less angry than in the past. You know, more than two years ago, you'll find that you're not judging people like you used you Two years ago, you'll find that you run you'll find you used you used to. And, you know, so, all right, here's a test, you know, approach someone of your closest friends, someone who knows you the best, and ask them, you know, uh, more than two years ago, have I changed? Have I changed since several years ago? It's, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of looking at my wife, so I'm saying this, and I'm thinking this is going to be a scary test, I'm not. But can you guys deal with that? You know, if, if your friend, what if your friend says you haven't really changed, you're basically the same, you need to face that. 自分今日 so for us, for Christians, it is possible to live from that role. Because we are living with real love. Let's go and pray.